First Timothy chapter four. And this this is what comes through in Grace Baptist Church since its founding. And look at what the Bible says. Verse sixteen. First Timothy chapter four and verse sixteen. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3 in verse 13. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word. Just for the next few minutes, we want to talk about continuing. Lord, there's been a foundation laid here, and many people sacrificed greatly to see that accomplished. Lord, please help us to honor you and the work that's been done before us as we continue. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, before you sit down, if you've been here 40 years or longer, stay standing. If you've been here 40 years or longer, stay standing. Amen. Look at this. Look at these folks. Grace Baptist Church would not be Grace Baptist Church without these people. Let's give them a hand. Thank you. You can be seated. We saw Ken Clayton. He's here today. We saw him in the video. He and, he and his wife, Dorothy, they were in the video. And we have some special guests with us. Uh, Helen Johnson is here. And uh, her and her husband, Dallas, were shown in the video. And this was Barb and Dodie's youth leader and helped get them grounded in the Word of God. And they're still serving the Lord. Thank you, Helen, for being here with us today. We're so glad. When I came, I heard about all of the Helens that were here. Helen Willis and Helen Johnson and the other Helens. That was something that I heard over and over again. We're all of the wonderful Helens that had been at Grace Baptist Church. We're so glad that you are here with us. See, folks, I feel like the King James translators, when they translated, if you ever get a chance to read the introduction, they said, we have stood on the shoulders of giants. And those of us who have the opportunity to serve the Lord here now, we are standing on the shoulders of giants. And I want to read to you, Pastor Nathan, were you able to get this in a slide or no? No slide. Okay. Listen to, and, and Brother Lowell, you might have written this. I don't know if you wrote this or if Pastor Hovestrite wrote it. I'm not sure who wrote it. But this is a quote of the founders of Grace Baptist Church and what they were trying to establish here. Let me read this to you. And, and we'll see if we're continuing, all right? This is what they said. We want an independent church free from the suggestions of liberal hierarchies. When this church was started, liberalism had infected the United States of America and they wanted a Bible-believing church. Believing the local church should be an autonomous body. Amen. 
We want to stand for the deity of Jesus Christ, His His blood atonement at Calvary, the need for man's repentance in view of His innate condition of sin, and His necessity of accepting the Savior as His own by faith for His salvation. We need to exalt the doctrines of eternal security, a literal hell for the lost and a literal heaven for the saved, the verbal inspiration of Scripture, and the doctrine of the local church. That's why Grace Baptist Church was established. Folks, we need to continue. We need to continue. Go back with me to 1 Timothy chapter 3. 1 Timothy chapter 3. You know, sometimes as a believer, when you're looking for a church and you discover a church that has right doctrine, I heard one man say that he was trying to discover the truth of the Word of God. And so he set out on his own to discover the truth of the Word of God. And he said, I am like he who with the utmost daring discovered that which had been discovered before. Isn't it good that we are not the authors of truth? See, here at Grace Baptist Church, we did not discover truth. God revealed truth 2,000 years ago when He gave us the Word of God. And since that time, all the way back in Acts chapter 2, it says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in truth. And that's what we are trying to do. We are trying to continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Look at back at first, I said 1 Timothy chapter 3, 1 Timothy chapter 4. And look at what it says. This is the apostle Paul writing to Timothy, explaining to him how to be a pastor. And he said, take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. To hear Patsy Maxwell talk about Bill Hovestrite, and they were sitting, you were sitting in his kitchen, is that right? And he led her to the Lord. What was he doing? He was continuing in the doctrine. And what happened was that saved Patsy. When she heard Pastor Bill continuing in the doctrine that had saved him, that's what saved her. Anybody else here saved by hearing the doctrine that was written in the Word of God? You see, that's where our salvation comes from. But we have a problem. Go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Verse 13, the Bible says, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. You see, there came a point in our country where people all used to preach the gospel. There came a point in our country when people no longer preached the gospel. They just didn't believe that the Word of God was inspired. They didn't believe that it was preserved. They didn't believe that a person needed to come under the atoning blood of Jesus Christ in order to be saved. They didn't believe that. Well, a group of people said that in Sydney, Ohio, we need a church that will preach and continue in the Apostles' Doctrine. Do you know it hasn't gotten better? Those evil men and seducers are waxing worse and worse. They are still deceiving and they are still being deceived. So what are we going to do about it, Grace Baptist Church? 
we're going to continue. <laughs> we're going to continue. And look at what the verse says, verse 14. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned. And now notice what it says. And hast been assured of. You see, the things that we teach here at Grace Baptist Church, it's not opinion. Now, I have been known to render an opinion or two. Uh, I was thinking about it. Uh, I just, when you see the pictures of Pastor Bill, and he was so stately and aristocratic and pastorly, and then this brash young guy, skinny. I was. Did you, you saw, there's evidence. Did you see the pictures? This young guy comes in and, man, I might not have known, but I was never in doubt. You know what I mean? I might not have been right, but I was never in doubt. And I, I came in just this brash young preacher. And regardless of my inexperience, I had a desire to preach the Word of God. And I made so many mistakes. I did so many dumb things. It still do. I'm trying to do less of those. But so many of you people, you cared more about the Word of God than the, the, the mistakes of a young preacher. And it's wonderful to see what God has done here. Um, I mean, as a word of testimony, I'm trying to be a better man, a better pastor for you. Man, I still mess up all the time. Isn't it wonderful that we don't have to have a perfect preacher? But you all have been so patient with me as I have tried to learn the Word of God and teach it. But you know, it's not about Jim Alter. It's not about Dan New. It's not about Lowell Sims. It's not about Bill Hovestrike. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. And He has exalted His Word above His very name. And if Grace Baptist Church is going to be a church that honors the Lord Jesus Christ. We need the Gordon Allsteaders and the, the Tom Mays and the Justin Yos and the, the, the Nathaniel Tennants and the Greg Neths. And the, I can't name everybody. We need men like you. We need Rick Ariarte and we need Doug Schmidtmeyer and Nick Arling. And we need these young men. We need men who are going to stand for the truth of the Word of God. We need men who are willing to sacrifice their time to serve the Lord in a place like this. To see to it that the Word of God is continually proclaimed. We, we need men of God who are faithful. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, because they understand that this world is encroaching into their lives. And this world is trying to choke out the the Word of God in their children. We need men. We need men like Patrick Kennedy who can study the Word of God and who, who know what's happened in the past and who keep bringing us the truth of where it is. We need men like this and then the godly ladies who will stand behind, behind them, stand beside them, teach our children. Um, you know what? Our children's ministry is not an aside. It's not something we can do to keep the children entertained while the adults hear the Word of God. There's nothing more important than the ministry that happens, that's happening right now, 
downstairs. As we're here hearing the, word, hearing the Word of God, children are hearing the Word of God downstairs. Brent and Carrie knew, heading that up, Brent making sure that the Word of God is being taught to those children every week. That, that is so vital. You know why? Because it's only with these guys that we're going to continue. That we're going to continue. Folks, God has given us an amazing gift in Grace Baptist Church. Amen? We cannot continue into the next generation if we are not faithful. And it's getting harder. It's getting harder. You know, when this church was established, there were only three channels. When this church was started, there were still people. They didn't have eight rooms and a bath. They had two rooms and a path. Sixty years ago, there were people that didn't have indoor plumbing. The way things are going in a few more years, we might be back to that. But you know, regardless of what the future holds, until the Lord Jesus Christ returns, we can be faithful. You know, I know that when, when Brother Hovestrite started this church, they wanted to have a pre-tribulational, pre-millennial church. That's what they stated. What, what were they saying in that? They believed that Jesus Christ could return at any moment. And Brother Sims, you thought it would be before now, didn't you? And we all do. Uh, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. He could come today. Amen? How good would that be? Somebody said this week, I asked, oh, it was Rick. I said, how's your week going? He's telling me all the stuff that's going on at work. And I said, I'll pray for you. He said, pray for the rapture. <laughs> you know, and I know that's where we are. And the older we get, the, the, the more that we say, even so, come quickly, Lord Jesus. But you know, what if he doesn't come for another 60 years? Will there still be Grace Baptist Church? Well, there might be a building here, but will it still be proclaiming the inerrant, preserved Word of God? You know, there are folks here that could tell you it doesn't take long for it to change. Just like that, the gospel light is snuffed out in a church. The love for the Word of God is gone. The only way that it will be maintained is if you continue. Continue. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word.